Andy. Uh, who is this? It's me, Tish. Remember? Uh, no. I met you at podcast moving in Nashville at that bar. Remember? Tish, how'd you get this number? You wrote it on a napkin, stupid. Oh. What can I do for you? Remember how I wanted to start my own show? My own podcast? Well, I got picked up. Boots, Bibles, and scrapbooking is happening. But I need protection from a lawyer. Like, listen, my friend Wanda, she was on this show one time, and they said, we ain't gonna pay you your money until you take your top off. And I ain't gonna do that. I don't take my top off for nobody. Not since a few years ago with the rusty nail when I was in that wet t-shirt contest. I did get fourth place for the over 35 category, thank you very much, which resulted in a few extra shifts at the rusty nail and some pretty good street cred. So anyway, I don't want to take my top off. Why would you have to take your top off for a podcast. It doesn't make any sense. Why would Wanda have to take her top off for Girls Gone Wild? What sense does that make? Because it was Girls Gone You're not listening. I need a lawyer to protect me and do lawyery things when people are trying to take advantage of me. And you can say things like, I object and sustained and stuff like that. And you can be on the show. Come on. I don't know, Tish. I don't know about this. Listen, Mr. David, I need your help. Please help me protect myself and my show. I got dignity, especially when it comes to my own damn show, please say yes. Come on. Meet me at the studio in 10 minutes. Let's do this. Oh, God. All right. Hey, y'all. I'm Tish, and this is episode one of Boots Bibles and scrapbooking, and I could not be more excited to be spending time with you guys today. I want to introduce you to some of my friends here today. We got Mr. David. He's my lawyer and my sometimes co-host. Mr. David, say hello. Say hello, Tish. No, you say, damn it. Mr. David, you say hello. Hello. Thanks. Hey, we also got my, my producer, Cody, up in the booth. Say hello, Mr. Cody. Hello. All right, let's get started. Okay, hang on one second. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you smoking? I don't know. Is there a problem with that? Yeah, you can't smoke in the studio, Tish. You know what? You're wearing a goddamn mask, and you're going to tell me I can't smoke? These cigarettes are filtered. Your mask is obviously a pretty good filter, according to you guys and all them scientists out there. You think that mask works so good? Why do you give a shit if I'm smoking? Because it's disgusting. All right, all right. Let's talk about your mask, huh? What about it? Well, why are you wearing that mask? You believe all that shit they're saying out there right now? Yes. It's da- there's a dangerous disease that's being spread around. Well, you know what? Let me tell you something. Everybody thinks they know so much about this virus and about how it spreads and how we can prevent it. You know what? Nobody knows shit. except I do know somebody that knows a lot about that, and it's my Aunt Wilma. She is smart as fuck, and she has got a direct line to all those stories out there. She knows about these conspiracies and what they're really doing and why they're telling you to wear masks. They're trying to take away all of our rights. Over there wearing a mask gladly, probably with a f***ing smile on your face. I can't tell because you got a mask on. You know what? Those masks don't work. You go look at my Aunt Wilma's Facebook, okay? It will tell you everything you need to know. You know what else? You probably mm-hmm. got, I bet you got one of them vaccines, didn't you? You of, let them poke that thing in your arm to track you? Of course I got a vaccine well, and nobody's tracking they me. they are tracking you. You think they don't know where you are right now? Who do you think is tracking me? Oh, I don't know. The CIA, the black cops. What do you think? Black, you mean black ops? Whatever. They're watching where we're going and they're trying to control us. And I ain't putting up with that. I ain't doing it. I ain't. 
You probably watch that Communist News Network too, don't you? This, you mean CNN? Okay. You, yeah, that's the initials, Communist News Network. Oh, brother. The half the sh- they show you, they staging it, and them are actors on there. Mr. David, I don't know about you. Hold on. Wait, what are you drinking? Oh, it's called a Sweet Jesus. Uh, uh, are you drinking an alcoholic beverage at 10 in the morning? I didn't know you were here to judge me, Mr. David. I sure am. It's called a Sweet Jesus. You want a sip? What's in it? All right, so you make like a Bloody Mary, right? And then you put a couple splashes of Texas Pete and about a quarter cup of maple syrup. It will light you up. You want to try it? Oh, God, no. Oh. Hey, Cody, you want a sip of this? Ne- never mind, never mind. I know you don't want sweet, sticky stuff all over them buttons you're pushing up there. You hit me up afterwards, I'll make you a sweet Jesus. How about that? Okay. All right, Tish, what do we got on for this episode today? Oh, okay. Well, since we already talked about some of that stuff, uh, I did want to talk about one thing I heard yesterday. You know, I told you about my Aunt Wilma. Well, she and my Uncle Earl, they've been married about 57 years or something like that. They are in love. And they're so in love, they're trying to figure out how to be together, you know, at the end of their natural lives. So, my Uncle Earl, I just want to get your take on this because I'm just real, I'm real iffy about it. So, Uncle Earl, he found this thing on the internet. He paid somebody about 10 grand to, so when he dies, they're going to take his body, okay? And they're going to put it in this, it's like a capsule or something, and they're going to cryptogenically freeze his ass. So that, like, later, when we figure out, like, how to unfreeze his ass, we get more Uncle Earl. And my, listen, my thought on this, I got a couple thoughts on this. Number one, when I, when my sweet Uncle Earl leaves this earth, the best gift he could give this earth is to just go. You know, he's a pain in everybody's ass. But if he wants to do, I ain't going to be around. I ain't going to cryptogenic nothing. And I'll tell you why. You know, a couple summers ago, I, I had frozen some chicken breasts in my freezer. And it was there for... I don't know, a couple years or something. And there was one time the the freezer went out for just a little bit, and I, I got that chicken in. It was kind of thawed, kind of not. I went ahead and made some chicken and dumplings, and I gave it to the boys, Scooter and Little Booger. I tell you what, I feel bad about this to this day. Scooter got so sick, it was coming out of both ends for about five days. So if that's going to happen with chicken at my house, in my freezer, with Little Booger and Scooter, what the fuck? you think's gonna happen when they freeze uncle earl they're gonna cryptogenically freeze his ass and bring him back i i think this is a recipe for disaster uh, I, I just have to ask yeah, how, how long was your freezer out two two days i two hours what did i say I, it was probably like two days well you didn't throw away the stuff that was in your freezer it was cool to the touch still okay uh, um and you you fed this to your son's well, it was Scooter's birthday, and he wanted chicken liver, but I had those chicken breasts, so we had chicken and dumplings. Hold on, Tish. Weren't we talking about Aunt Wilma and Uncle Earl? We were, and they are the sweetest couple. Um, can you hold on one second? I got to check in on Facebook. This being our first episode, no, hang on one second. Oh, you, you you're gonna check in on Facebook? Aren't aren't you the one worried about people tracking you? And you're gonna check in on Facebook? Isn't that tracking by definition? That's different, Mister David. This is from my family and friends, and the government can't see that shit. You, but Mark Zuckerberg can. He's more powerful than the government. I don't know who that mucker Zucker Ducker is that you're talking about, but I ain't worried about that. I need to memorize this moment for my Memorex or me, memorialize, memorialize this moment. Memorialize. From, yeah, that's what I had said. 
for my friends and family on Facebook. And you know what? I don't like your tone right now anyway. We were talking about a beautiful love story between two really special people in my life. Okay? Aunt Wilma and Uncle Earl. That's right. And you get all of your current events from Aunt Wilma's Facebook page. Is that right? Yeah, but where do you think she gets that shit? From Uncle Earl? Right, and where do you think he gets that shit? From uh, some other smart person that he knows. Not from some communist news network, which is what I've been trying to tell you. You guys are sheep. You're just listening to shit on the news where people have, like, been on the scene and, like, read documents and stuff and talked to real people, and then you're like, oh, I guess that's the truth. Why? Well, that, that's the definition of the news. Well, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one, I guess, forever. Listen, can I please tell you about my Aunt Wilma and Uncle Earl? Well, it's, your, it's your show, Tish. You're right. You and let's let's you please want. remember okay. whose okay. show yes. it okay. is, okay. Mr. David. All right. So my Aunt Wilma and my Uncle Earl have been married for about 57 years. They have been through the ringer. I tell you what, they've been through the ringer. But last summer, we had a really special trip to Branson, Missouri, where they renewed their vows in front of God and everybody. And the reception was so beautiful. And it just reminded me of how much good there is in the world. They had a Jason Aldean cover band out there. We had rattlesnake bites. We had some sweet Jesus drinks on the terrace. And then they got to go to the honeymoon suite, and it had one of them vibrating, heart-shaped beds. Ooh. They let everybody come in and check out that bed because that was special. The kids got to get on it and put a quarter in it and they could make it shake. Uh-huh. Oh, it was something special. I tell you what, I will never forget that weekend and how inspiring it was for me because you know what? I married two sons of bitches, Randy and Rusty, that weren't worth a shit. But I still believe in love. I got an Aunt Wilma and an Uncle Earl to look up to and I will just never forget that. Hold on a minute. I want to I want to catch up here. My brain is spinning. Okay. So, Aunt Wilma and Uncle Earl have been married for fifty seven years. So aren't they like eighty? No, Wilma's seventy three. Earl seventy four. <sighs> Do you need a calculator? Yeah, they were young. They were in love. You got any more brain busters for me? Are you just going to sit here and talk shit about my family on my show? Yeah. Okay. You're right. It's your show. What? what um, I don't know what to say, Tish. Maybe you should stick to lawyering. Hmm? I, I remind you, you are the one who convinced me to come on to the show. I was lawyering, and now you have me on this hayseed podcast talking about an Aunt Wilma and Uncle Earl messing up my reputation, and you're making fun of my ability to be a lawyer. We're talking about your reputation? Yes. I am a stand-up citizen here. Ain't nobody have a better reputation than Tish. Oh, boy. Now, okay, let's just calm down. Tish, let me go back to something. You said that when Aunt Wilma and Uncle Earl renewed their vows, they had rattlesnake bites? They get bit by a snake? Oh, no, Mr. David. It's a shame you ain't had a rattlesnake bite. So I got to give you a little backstory. Back in 1964... My Aunt Wilma, she was a real looker. I mean, you know, time takes a toll on all of us, okay? So don't hold that against her. But in 1964, she was a real looker. And she was the 1964 Miss Snake Charmer at the Rattlesnake Roundup. Now, my Uncle Earl, 
he was one of them handlers of the rattlesnakes, and that's where they met and fell in love. So rattlesnakes are a big part of their love story, okay? So rattlesnake bites, it's like, you ever had a chicken nugget? Uh, yeah, I think everybody's had a chicken okay. nugget. Okay, but you know them real good chicken nuggets that are like little and crispy? Yeah. Okay, that's like a rattlesnake bite. You, you got to... I won't go into the details about how to skin them and all that, but basically you just fry them up and they're like little chicken nuggets, like Chick-fil-A, but it's like snake filet. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, that's what we had at the ceremony to just kind of honor their past. And there were, I got to tell you one thing. I didn't mention this. I don't know why I left this out. There were live rattlesnakes at the ceremony too. What? Yeah. It was real cool for the kid, the kids to get to walk up and like hear them rattle their tails and. And did the kids get to touch the rattlesnakes? Oh, honey, we're not stupid. They were in a glass box with little holes in it, so you can hear them tick 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 with their little tails. But you ain't in any real danger. Now I will say, Rusty, dumbass, stuck his hand in there. I was like, you gonna lose another finger. Rusty, what do you mean to lose another finger? Okay. So Rusty, my ex-husband, he got nine digits, but he's only got seven fingers. What? Yeah, he lost a finger. One time he was noodling. You know what that is, right? Noodling? Is that when you get into a creek and you put uh-huh. your hand under the water and reach under the bank to try to find That's catfish? Right. and you pull them right on out. You can get the best catfish that way ever. Okay, so he's noodling, right? And he's got him a doozy of a hole. And he's th- he's thinking he got a hold of one of the best catfish you could find. And you know what? It was not a catfish. Uh-huh. It was a water moccasin. Uh-huh. And it bit his finger. And they had to amputate that some bitch. You know what's really unfortunate? It's the finger you need the most. It's the middle finger on his right hand. Why do you need that the most? Why do you think? Why don't you look over here to my side of the studio, Mr. Uh, David? Oh, that's rude. That's 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 not called for. We've been all over the place today. I kind of want to wrap it up. You know, this show is special to me because it's about family. And whether you're talking about your dumbass ex-husband, Rusty, who's missing the middle finger on his right hand, you know... He's my ex-husband, but he has a lot of redeeming qualities, some of which I will not be talking about on this show. Or whether you're talking about a beautiful love story based in rattlesnaking, about your Uncle Earl and your Aunt Wilma, or whether you're talking about your sons, Booger and Scooter, and that time you gave Scooter the squirts on his birthday, or if you're talking about donating to Uncle Earl's GoFundMe so he can get cryptogenically frozen. The point is, it's family. And we all love each other, and that's why we're here. Thank you for joining us today on Boots, Bibles, and Scrapbooking. I can't wait for you to join us again. Y'all take care now. <laughs>